0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. When tracking the domestic dust bunny, you commonly find them hiding under wardrobes next to lost socks. Don't move too suddenly or they'll scurry off. What's utterly fascinating about the dust bunny is that although they are not actually sentient creatures, when they hear that Geico not only saves people money, but also has a 97% customer satisfaction rating, it's obvious to them you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. Oh no. It's the Dust Bunny's only natural predator. Run along, Dust Bunnies. Run along. The Great Gap Sale is here. Get up to 75% off in stores and online from June 21st through July 9th. Plus, don't miss great offers on logo styles from $7.99. In stores only from June 21st through the 23rd. Exclusions apply.
1: You are listening to Sean Harrison on Amplife Talk Radio place for amputees and those dealing with limb loss. The views expressed on the show by the host and guests do not necessarily reflect those of Blog Talk Radio or its partners. And I'd like to welcome everybody back to another episode of Amplife Talk Radio. I appreciate the support and I appreciate you tuning in to the show to listen to me talk about The subjects that hopefully mean something to you. So most of you are aware that it is open enrollment for most insurance plans, and it is that time to make some very, very important decisions. Tonight's show deals with navigating insurance and open enrollment. Please join me as we discuss this topic. It's that time of year no, not Christmas. It's open enrollment time for health insurance. US workers are comparison shoppers. We compare everything. We also do the same for health care. But there's one little hitch in this. Most really don't understand how insurance works. Just 4% of Americans have a full understanding of all four basic insurance concepts, plan premiums, deductibles, coinsurance, and out-of-pocket expenses. 60% understand plan premiums and deductibles, 36% had a tough time explaining what out-of-pocket maximums mean. And 32% understood what co-insurance really meant. According to a healthcare consumer segment survey, those were the numbers for people they interviewed. Currently, there are 55 million Medicare Beneficiaries. Some 15% of the U.S. population are enrolled in a Medicare program. Enrollment is expected to rise to 80 million by 2013. Hi, this is Charles Burleson. You are listening to Amp Life Talk Radio. Those numbers are staggering. And just the mere concept that most people don't really understand what they're looking at when it comes time to pick the most important thing that you will probably make a decision on for 2018, your health insurance. Yes, this talk is geared more towards people with limb loss. So I really hope that you will sit down, grab a pen and paper and write down some of the notes that I'm going to share with you. The vast majority of people with limb loss indicate that access to prosthetic care is their primary issue. For example, devices that are used for cosmetic rather than functional purposes or special prosthetics used for athletes may not be covered by your insurance. I see it all the time in my job for Synergy Prosthetics, trying to help Patients, trying to help them get back to living, back to life. But unfortunately, insurance plays a really big part in that. Health insurance can take many forms. The specifics of what an individual policy covers, the cost of premiums, the level of deductibles, the requirement for co-payments, will all vary from policy to policy. If you are an amputee, you may require care from a prosthetist, which means you will have many visits for adjustments, socket replacements. You really want to choose a plan that helps you continue your care and your way of life. For the first time, as we all know, we have a new president. So, for the first time, open enrollment will last only 45 days November 1st through December 15th. And we're already at November 15th, 30 days left. This is significant, a very big change. From the previous years, where enrollment periods which lasted three months, they even gave you an extension. There are a few indicators that those extensions beyond December 15th will be offered this year. So you have 30 days to figure out your health care, how to plan for yourself, your family, what is the best coverage. There is no guarantee that the plan you choose will have every option you want. Or that it will even cover everything that you want. I hope that some of this information will shed light on this subject for you. Picking a plan is now more complicated than it used to be. We have a lot of changes going on. And this is, it is especially true if you or your family member is an amputee. We're going to look at some of the most important parts of what we need to consider when picking our plans during this open enrollment. When we return, this is Amanda with Valley Wound Healing Center, and you're listening to Amp Life Talk Radio. My friends, navigating insurance and open enrollment is no easy task. (laughs) I mean, I work for a company, and let me tell you, when it came time to pick my insurance, I had to really do my homework to make sure that my plan was going to cover me and my prosthetic needs. Selecting your plan, segment two of the show. Let's talk about some important aspects of health insurance. What is a deductible? What is the deductible for your health insurance? How many of you know that? How many of you know what that is? How much it costs? Every time you go to the doctor, how much are you gonna come out of your pocket and put down just to see your doctor? The amount you pay for covered healthcare services before your insurance plans starts to pay. That is what your deductible is. It's very important to know that. Why is this important? Well, with a $2,000 deductible, for example, you, my friend, are responsible for paying the first $2,000 of covered services yourself. After you pay your deductible, you usually pay only a copay or coinsurance for the covered services that you're going to be going for. So, as you can see, your copayment is the first thing, your your deductible, let me say, is the first thing you want to concern yourself with. There's a catch-22 to that. We're going to get into that later in the show because most of you are thinking, well, I'm just going to get a lower deductible. Well, we'll talk about that. One of the things I found while doing some research for this show, um, they are now using healthcare.gov. Write that down. Healthcare.gov is where you're now going to go and find your marketplace for all your health insurance. Many plans, many plans for certain services like a checkup or disease management programs before You meet your deductible, check your plan details, read the fine print. At this website, they're going to give you a lot of information on this. And it's very, very important. You read everything. As an amputee, even a person who is not an amputee, make sure you're reading your policy. You understand your deductible. Like I said, you're going to go through healthcare.gov now. All marketplace health plans pay the full cost of certain preventative benefits even before you meet your deductible. That's through healthcare.gov. Go in here, look at this, see what the plans are offering you. If you have an employer, that is a whole different beast that you're going to have to look through. And I'm not touching on that tonight because that gets very confusing. I'm talking more for people that find themselves needing healthcare through healthcare.gov, Medicare, Medi-Cal. Some plans have separate deductibles for certain services like prescription drugs. I get a prescription drug for myself, it's expensive. Family plans often have both an individual deductible which applies to each and every family member. Let me repeat this, family plans often have both an individual deductible, which applies to each person, and a family deductible. Want to make that very clear, which applies to all family members that are on that plan. Generally, plans with lower monthly premiums have higher deductibles. There's the catch 22. Your monthly lower premiums are going to raise your deductibles. If you go to a plan that has higher monthly premiums, usually your deductibles are lower. Understand this. With that said, premiums, the amount you pay for your health insurance every month. If you have a marketplace health plan, you may be able to lower your costs with a premium tax credit. Go to healthcare.gov to read more about that. But understand how that works with the premium versus deductibles. One affects the other. When shopping for a plan, please keep this in mind. The plan with the lowest monthly premium may not be the best match for you. I hope you heard me. The plan with the lowest monthly premium may not be the best match for you. And we're going to talk about that later in the show, why you need to really look at things and yourself. If you need much health care, a plan with a slightly higher premium but a lower deductible may save you a lot of money. So, before you go and make a decision with your health insurance, please understand what we just talked about, deductibles and premiums. We're going to continue with selecting your plan and get into co-payments after this quick break. Hi, this is Angie, and you're listening to Amplife Talk Radio. So, my friends, I hope you are jotting down some notes as I'm moving through this information for you. We're talking about co-payments now. Keep in mind there's four parts of your insurance plan that you want to make sure you know, and you understand. You're not just sitting there shaking your head at the person. You actually know. And if you're on Medicare or Medicare Medical, you have a right to sit there and ask that person the questions that you don't understand. Make sure they under explain to you what you're getting. I see on a daily basis people that have Medicare, Medical, Health Plan of San Joaquin. Um, Uh, What else is out here? Uh, Community, um, all these different plans. And then they go to work with us. They never really looked at their plan. And then we come back and tell them that, hey, you're going to have to call your insurance because you have a managed health plan. And most people are like, what does that mean? What does a managed health plan mean? Well, we're going to delve into that in segment three. I'm going to finish up with segment two, selecting your plan as we talk about co-payments. I wanted to throw that out there because if you are sitting there and you're looking at your plan as you're listening to me, or you're thinking about what I'm saying to you as I'm talking about these different things, and I just hit a nerve with you, we're going to talk about that, why you need to rethink managed care, okay? Okay. A copayment is a fixed amount that you will pay for a covered service. They can affect either before or after you hit your deductible. You remember that $2,000? If your copayment is $20 on generic prescriptions, for example, you would pay. for each generic prescription you need until you reach the out-of-pocket maximum. Keep in mind, a lot of insurances are set up different. If you are employed, I would definitely look at your insurance, meet with someone at your work, and talk about these things. Again, I'm not really delving into Work insurance, Medicare, medical plans that you're going to have to get through the marketplace at healthcare.gov is what I'm really dealing with, and the reason I am dealing with those is because that's what I see mostly in what I do, and the demographics for this show we're probably going to see a lot of people dealing with that. Remember, 55 million people are on Medicare. We're due to top out by 2030, 80 million people on Medicare. Bill Gates once said, if you can't explain something simply, you don't really understand it. And I find, and surveys that I looked at preparing these notes for you today tell me that most Americans don't understand how insurance, the truth is what many people think they know, even the simplest of health insurance concepts, is incorrect. You heard me right. It's incorrect. That is something that We need to fix to hear more information on that so that you are making proper decisions with your health insurance. Because when it comes time for you to use it, it's not the time for you to find out you made the wrong choice. Segment three of the show, we're going to be talking about coinsurance and what that means. Stay with me for a quick break. And I will be right back. Hi, this is Teresa with Valley Wound Healing Center, and you're listening to Amplife Talk Radio. So, co-insurance, what does that mean? It is the percentage of the cost that you pay covered services after you reach your deductible. If your co-insurance is 20%, for example, You would pay 20% on all covered services until you reach your out-of-pocket maximum. A lot of these things are set up the same way. You probably heard that with your copayment. That's right. You're going to have to come out of pocket. And when you have to come out of pocket, you want to make sure that that out-of-pocket is going to be something that you have the ability to pay, because until you pay that, they will not give you what you need. Depending on what company you're working with, they're either going to work with you or not work with you. And you're talking about your health. So it's very important to understand your co-payments, your premiums, your deductibles, and your coinsurance. Out-of-pocket expenses are medical care costs that are not covered by insurance and they need for the out-of-pocket. Out-of-pocket expenses include deductibles, co-insurances, co-payments, and any services that are not covered by your plan. So, as I talk to you right now, do you know what's covered by your plan when we talk about Insurance. If you are listening to me and you're saying, wow, never really thought about that. I don't know what my insurance covers. Then this show is for you because you need to go read some fine print and you need to ask some questions and figure out, am I covered if this happens? Because that is what insurance, auto or health insurance is all about. Am I covered if this happens? What if this happens? That's all health insurance is really all about. So you need to understand the what ifs. Because when the what ifs happen, if you don't know those, it could be very detrimental to yourself and your family. As we can see, there are many things to consider when picking your health insurance. A lot of things. Well, let's go through a little checklist that I put together for you. So get that pen and paper ready. And I tried to put down some things that will at least give you a starting and a reference point that you can go through your current policy, look at it, and ask yourself, man, have I thought about that? Have I processed that into my equation for picking my health insurance for 2018? Keep in mind, this show is to try and help you for open enrollment and selecting your insurance for the next year, 2018. And like I said, as we can see, there are many, many things to consider. Not so much just the insurance stuff. So let's look at these. First thing you would like to do, or what you need to do, check your finances. How much money do you have coming into your household? How much money do you have going out? If you're on social security, it gets even more important to understand the pluses and the minuses in your checkbook. Check your finances. Compare the medical insurance coverage from the previous year with how much you want for now, for your co-pays, your deductibles, your premiums, your out-of-pockets. That is a very, very quick way to understand if what you're going for this year is going to meet your needs for what you had last year. Maybe you'll find that by doing a comparison like that, you might save some money, keep a little money in your pocket. Very, very important. Check your finances. Look at the bottom line of what it's going to cost you to do what you need to do with the insurance that you're trying to do. Compare what you have or had with what you want. Make sure Your doctors and prosthetic services are considered in-network. Remember I talked about managed care? So what I see on a daily is this. There's typically a couple of companies, one or two or three, that are typically under these managed health cares. I won't mention them, but if you get stuck with one of those and you don't like the service that they provide, That's all you have. You have no other options. So be very careful when you get yourself into a managed IPA, some type of health care that's going to restrict what and who you can see, especially when it comes to your prosthetic services. Ask questions. Find out who do they have in their network. Can you go outside that network if you're not happy with what they are offering you in their network? Typically seeing someone off your plan or out of the network, you got it right. It's going to cost you more money. You could be left holding the entire bill on your own if you don't understand plans inside your network. If you have the option, contribute to a health savings account. They are called HSA, health savings accounts. If you can do one, I strongly suggest putting a little money aside. Put some money into that, and guess what? You'll do yourself a favor because it is tax deductible. So anything you put into that, you can actually write off on your taxes. Holly suggests consider something like that for the record I want to clear up something because a lot of people I think are misinformed about medicare and what medicare provides and is it good insurance is it not good insurance will it take care of your prosthetic needs will it leave you hanging In my experience, since I've started working with my company and as a amputee myself, what I have come to learn about Medicare is quite surprising. Medicare provides excellent coverage for prosthetic services. One of the things I will say to you is make sure you're working with the right company that understands how to work with Medicare. We at Synergy Prosthetics have our lovely OAs who Handle all that work for us, DOPCs, Directors of Patient Care, and they keep us on point with what we need to get for the requirements from Medicare. So really make sure that the company that you are working with understands how to work and satisfy all the requirements from Medicare. Of course, that 20% coinsurance can really be hard. You are not prepared for that. If you have not looked at your policy, and you don't understand. Even Medicare is going to require a 20% copay. So it's going to be handy to have some type of secondary insurance or a health savings account, HSA. Also, you can go to a amputee coalition of America and find some good resources on how to um, get grants and funding if you don't have either of those. Many people assume that because they are on Medicare, the prosthetic services, the prosthetic services will be substandard. My friend, let me tell you, that is not true. The opposite is actually true. What I have found is that commercial insurance companies can impose a whole list of restrictions and sometimes seemingly arbitrary guidelines on people when they're trying to get prosthetic services. Many will impose caps on care, allowing for as little as $1,000 of coverage for a prosthetic item per year. I want to cover this real quick. The pros and cons, my friends, the primary benefits of managed care are the lower costs for preventative care with some plans not even requiring a co The drawbacks of HMOs are fewer choices in doctors and facilities, as well as having to go through a primary physical in order to see a specialist. Drawbacks of PPOs include higher fees for those doctors outside the network, remember that, managed care, which at times can be substantial. I wanna thank you guys for listening tonight I appreciate everyone and your time. Think about it. Read your policy. Know what you have for insurance coverage. Until next time, my friends, have a blessed night. You are listening to Sean Harrison on Amplife Talk Radio, a place for amputees and those dealing with limb loss. The views expressed on the show by the host and guests do not necessarily reflect those of Blog Talk Radio or its partners. Okay, gang, out there in Facebook land, I'm back. I can turn back on that sound. I have my countdown to leave me out.
0: The Great Gap Sale is here. Get up to 75% off in-stores and online from June 21st through July 9th. Plus, don't miss great offers on logo styles from 7 dollars In-stores only from June 21st through the 23rd. Exclusions apply.